0: So I didn't give you the uh, subject and title of today's message at the beginning of service because it's kind of changed. Um, as the world keeps on changing around us, uh, I had wanted to give you a message lost in translation. Uh, in my blurb, some of us find fulfillment in things that bring in others. How do we cross the divide of understanding? So that everyone can find completeness. And I still want to give you that message at some point, and I suppose in some ways this is part of that, but it feels a little bit more pertinent to talk about embodiment and talk monthly and forward thinking about what it means to be in a human body. I've done this before, I will do it again and again and again. Yeah. We all got bodies. And uh, what, what a joy to, to see our young folks uh, honored for being an owl, to see um, our young adults stepping up and getting trained in adult owl, so that we have that opportunity as well. Um, I will offer uh, a little bit of a trigger warning that I am going to, talk to a little bit about my um, and also a parent warning, and I think I'm going to back away from this one um, because I love you too much. Uh, I was going to drop an F-bomb, but let's let's just put it this way. Uh, I feel as if today we're in a world where we're being asked to accept a new normal. But really, it's the same old F-top. <laughs> Our Constitution was not written out of love. I want you to consider that for a moment. Our Constitution was not written out of love. Let me read you the first little time. You could probably all sing thanks to uh, <laughs> Len Aarons and, uh, and uh, what is it oh, Schoolhouse Rock, there we go. We the people of the United States in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, do ordain and establish this Constitution. For the United States of America. So, when you take the parentheticals out of that, that is when you take when you read it in the order. Understanding. I'm no constitutional lawyer, but a pretty good reader of them. So when you take, kind of take the commas out, we the people of the United States do ordain and establish this constitution for the United States of America in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. The word love does not appear from there. Now, I'm not saying that the founding fathers of the United States did not have love in their hearts or did not love what they were doing or did not have passion for establishing this new nation, but it is not enshrined in the language of our governing document. Section nine, Article one, clause one, The migration or importation of such persons as any of the states now existing shall think proper to admit, shall not be prohibited by the Congress prior to the year 1808, but a tax or duty may be imposed on such importation, not exceeding $10 for each person. That is in our Constitution. Still there. Section two, Article four, Clause three, no person held to service or labor in one state under the laws thereof escaping to another shall, in consequence of any law or regulation therein, be discharged from such service or labor, but shall be delivered up on claim of the party to whom such service or labor may be due. That's in there as well. The Constitution was not written out of love. And I'm going to make the bold statement of saying that our Constitution is actually written in fear. Amendment two, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Amendment number three, which I'm not quite sure why it's still there, no soldier shall in time of peace be quartered in any house without the consent of the owner, nor in time of war, but in a manner to be prescribed by law. We've got soldiers just roaming around here. I want to read you a lyric to a song that was super unnerving to me this morning. A song by Brad Punk Railroad. So the lyric goes. I'll tell you a little something that my daddy told me. My basic fundamentals if you want to be free. Because son, there's something wrong internally. So if you want your freedom, son, don't want your country to be overrun. You've got to keep America number one. And the chorus goes, my daddy told me, son, don't let him take your gun. That's what they're trying to do. Son, don't let them take your gun. They're taking your bill of rights away from you. My daddy said, son, don't let them take your gun. That's what they're trying to do. Son, don't let them take your gun. Don't let them take your gun away from you. Fear. Fear. But I don't want to dwell in fear. I don't want you to dwell in fear. not just a question of there being hope. You are hope. You embody hope. And that's why I want to talk about embodiment. It is difficult to celebrate embodiment in a culture that celebrates paranoia. How do you celebrate embodiment in a culture that celebrates paranoia and is always acting like it's under attack? Think about this. The dominant culture that wrote our Constitution originated from a position of marginalization. The early patriots believed themselves to be oppressed people and that perception is built into the Constitution. And for strict constitutionalists, the original perceived oppression of a colony under duress by the British Crown of pioneers under threat from native people,
1: this perspective of being an oppressed
0: and set upon people, it trumps all other oppressions. I believe that no one is safe when the oppressor believes they themselves are oppressed. And what happens then when the oppressor who believes they are oppressed, do wield oppression as a weapon against LGBTQ people, against women, against people with disabilities, against African Americans, against economic migrants and asylum seekers fleeing violence. No one is safe when the oppressor believes they themselves are oppressed. And so my message to you goes back to something I shared a while back, and I want to share it again. I have a personal theology, a personal theology that I come to. It is belief that my body is sacred, that your bodies are sacred. And that as such, we share certain sacredness in just the fact that we have these bodies. We're born. I get up every morning and I say, I am birth. That is part of how I'm inscribed on existence. I am born. You are born, we are birth. I am death as well. I will die. We must. It is part of what creates the arc of life. It's what allows the planet to continue to spin. It is natural. And though our personal selves feel great loss in death, It's our destiny. Thought. I am thought. We have thought. We are thought. The ability to perceive and to understand and to conceive of things. The known and the unknown. How spectacular to be able to take in our very being. Time. We are time. We have time. All that is, all that was, moving through us, the food we take in, the blood in our veins. We are time. Action. I am action. You are action. We are action. We have the capacity and the ability to do things within each of our bodies to shape the world, to change outcomes. We can do stuff. We are action. I am Earth. You all are Earth. We together are Earth. We are not walking, rolling, gliding across this thing. We are it. We're connected to every plant, every fiber, every cell. We are. Earth. And the one thing that glues it all together, we are love. There's no explanation of what love is or what love can be. And it's because we can't explain it that we need to accept it. We are love. We look in another's eyes and we see the magic existence. We see the promise. We see regret. We see disappointment. We see joy. We see we hold everything. We touch someone's hand and we know trust. We know the future. We know that we are alive. That is love. I want to offer, in closing, something that I wrote to A Declaration of Embodiment. I may have read some of this for you before, but I feel it necessary to read it again. In this statement, I use the word sovereignty. And I want to make sure that everyone gets it when I say sovereignty. It's not about kings and queens. It's about agency. It's about the fact that your body is your body and no one else's. Do not let anyone take your body away from you. And if there's any message, I want our young owl folks to understand. Young owl folks, are you out there? Are you with me? Can't hear you, kids? Okay. Good. Don't let anyone take your body away from you. That is sovereignty. A declaration of embodiment. Each human body is a unique entity within the wider human community. The human body is inherently sovereign in its rights to self-management, self-regulation, and self-sustenance. The human body has a right to innocence and to determine its understanding of being. The human body does not deserve nor should it tolerate harm, objectification, or restriction. Only the acts carried out by the body can be criminalized or punished. The body itself is not the target of law. And the natural and sovereign rights of each body broadly include sexuality, reproduction, gender identity, sexual orientation,
1: neurodiversity, mental acuity, and
0: perceptions of educational capacities, physicality, ability, disability, growth, aging, degeneration, health, and wellness, cultural identification, race, ethnicity, color, genetic and physical characteristics. This declaration is intended to give specificity to the freedoms inherent in the physical manifestation of human being and the right to the sovereignty of this manifestation as a foundation to sincerely held religious or spiritual belief. My daddy said, son, don't let him take your gun. That's what they're trying to do. Son, don't let him take your gun. Don't let him take your gun away from you. But I believe this is the message that we actually need. Mother Earth said, Children, don't let them take your body. That's what they're trying to do. People, don't let them take your body. Don't let them take your body away from you. Don't let anyone take your body away from you. Man, please.